Hey guys, what's going on? It's me, your boy Jonah G, and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast in my head. Uh, maybe one time I'll actually do an entire podcast in some horrible, um, offensive act. It's all but defensive. Uh, in any event, guys, how you doing? What have you been up to over the last week? Because I know, at least for myself, I have been quite the ignorant podcast. And you could say, well, hey, Jonah, how is that any different than how you are any other day of the week? To which I'd go, ha, 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 well, before I get into that, let me ask you a question. And that question is, have you done your daily dose? of breathing, because if not, don't worry, despite the dozens and dozens, and by dozens I mean probably four, of people who probably wish that I would stop, I, despite their best wishes, am here to help you with the difficult process of walking through the shadows of a valley of breathing. It's real simple, okay? You are going to alternate between inhaling and exhaling. I know, I know. It sounds hard because it's this these times we live in, in 2021, asking anyone to do anything is extremely difficult. But if you think you can manage, all right, we're going to inhale. And then we're going to exhale. And then, like a pair of red-headed twins, we're going to do them again. We're going to breathe in. And we're going to breathe out. Ah, much better. You know, <laughs> I'm not sure if I've ever mentioned this to you people, but the Red Wonder, the Great Fable. Rich, something else red related. Is quite obviously red. You know, I'm actually. <laughs> she actually told me that we are not allowed to have any redheaded female friends, and I really could not <laughs> say anything to it besides fair enough. Yeah. It, what can I say? Honestly, what can I say? It's a weakness, okay? You think Superman chooses to be vulnerable to Kryptonite? All right. It's not my choice. It's out of my hands. I was born this way. I deserve to exist too. Ugh. Oh man. Oh, there's so much. There's so much that I want to talk about. And you could say, Well, Jonah, how come you didn't just do a uh, mini bomb? You know, those things that you keep saying that you're gonna do. Well, here's really the kicker. Okay? I don't wanna do a mini bomb over the weekend. Because then it's only like a day, maybe two after the podcast. But I'm also not going to work my extremely difficult and strenuous, okay? It's very exhausting, okay? It's a 10-hour job, alright? And it's hard. And I just wish that some of you would have some empathy. Uh, yeah, I'm just tired as fuck. And I just generally don't feel like doing a mini-bomb on like, hmm, Tuesday, which is probably what it would be. Okay, but I'm working on it. I'm fighting through my demons. 
I, I try to drown them, but they can swim. Actually, I actually don't know the actual song that that's from. I just know that it's pretty much tattooed across the chest of every douchebag in this area. I could look that up, but yeah, not quite feeling it. Oh, so moving on. That was enough of a rambling type intro. Yeah, it's been about five minutes. I, I think that's good enough. So, as I mentioned before, I've been quite the ignorant jockar over this week. So, where did this take place, you may ask? Well, it takes place at the mall. Yeah, one of the really, um, one of the places where you'll see the most gems. It's the gold mine. Uh, what did Riley call them? Seizes. Something and stunts, okay? I don't watch the Boondocks much anymore. Alright? I don't know. I, I, I miss when the Boondocks was a comic strip, okay? If if any of the kids... Uh, who am I listening? Or, or, I'm sorry, who am I kidding? Uh, if there's any kids listening to this. I mean, well, clearly no adults listen to this. I don't think anybody would <laughs> put up with the shit that spews from my mouth if they were over the mental age of maybe... I don't know, 14. Oh, what a great way to trash your listeners and alienate them. <laughs> it's what I do. Um, yeah, I really went off there. I have no idea what I was talking about. Uh, what was I talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah, the Boondocks comic strip. Okay. Uh, I, you know, I remember back when it was a Sunday comic, and it was hilarious. All right, you know, six panels, something a little quick and quippy. You know, back when media didn't all come through our phones. And I say that, I, I, I know that makes me sound like an 80-year-old man. Oh, I, I think with me, Katie, you see on the radio, you have to listen out. Uh, that might have been weird for you, but uh, I accidentally hit the finish button, and I didn't realize it for a good 20 minutes. So I've just been talking and talking and talking and talking as I'm oh so talented at and not realizing that, uh, yeah, that wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> so <laughs> now I get to backtrack. Uh, let me see. I was making fun of an old man. Yeah, back in my day, you know, we had to listen to the radio. Uh, Jesus, man, you think I'm bad enough remembering where I'm at now. Imagine trying to remember what I was doing 20 minutes ago. Uh, let me see. What were we talking about now? I don't know. The point was, hmm. You know, I could just pause this and go figure out where I was, and then it really wouldn't be any different time to you guys. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Give me a second. Ah, okay. The boondocks. The boondocks. That's where I was at. Uh, and... I remember watching, like, the first 15 minutes of the first episode, because I believe it was the episode, uh, yeah, the garden party, and just going, what the hell is this? You know, it's actually kind of interesting, as I was going back to listen to this audio, I realized, because I am currently doing the podcast from my mobile studio, as we are now going to start to call it, I actually realized that it gives me this, like, uh, they sound like Alistair from Hasbin. Gives you that cool, like, radio, that cool radio voice. I kind of like it. But I actually also kind of don't. So, this may be the last time that I do it from here. 
just because I'm not really sure quite how that sounds in the playback. Like, it, 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 it doesn't sound too bad for me. But uh, let me know how it sounds to you guys, okay? You can let me know that. And you can send me a message or you can just post directly onto the wall of the official Facebook page for the podcast in my head. Titled as such. I read all you guys' stuff. I even might sometimes talk about it. But, uh, yeah, I've actually been uh, liking the amount of uh, people that are currently liking it. Just don't go and check to confirm that because uh, my ego is fragile. Like every other man, when you break away all the layers of patriarchy and crust. Ugh. No, no. We're not going to get into that. Well, actually, yeah, we kind of are. Okay, so, boondocks. <laughs> I don't know, but, it, I mean, it definitely has it, its funny moments, but it was definitely turned from an entertaining child's uh, comic strip into a hot pile of really racist garbage, but enjoyable garbage, okay? Uh, like Chris Brown's music. All right. Uh, no, no, I'll be real. I'll be real. 90% of the reason why, I'm sorry, 100% of the reason why I hate Chris Brown really doesn't have anything to do with, like, anything that he's done in particular. It's really just the fact that I'm jealous. You know, have y'all ever listened to, what was it, uh, Wall to Wall? Okay, just watch the music video. It's him trying to walk into, like, a nightclub or something, and these women are cr literally crawling on the ceiling and walls like vampires, you know, trying to, like, get at him. And the, my... What made me so mad about it is that I know that for him, that's really how it be. At least that's how it was back when he made that. He made that song back when I was in, I want to say high school, when he was like 18, 19. Okay. Maybe even a little bit younger than that. So when he was at the peak of popularity, it was post Rihanna. Okay. It, it, it was post fight night. Okay. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's just really jealousy. That just some men are just born with, you know, the 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 talent, the charisma, just they they got a good card or, you know, a, a good hand. All right. <laughs> they open the ash. OK, it's insane. The, it, it, it's, well, no, I, honestly, I would say it's closer to opening the called by, you know, he just he, he just keeps the, he just gets to keep extending through his plays. OK. <laughs> Uh, I know all the nerds are looking at this like, oh my god, I can't believe he actually made that reference in the podcast. Yeah, yeah, I'm a man of many talents, like a type of omni-man, if you will. Uh, what, what, what? You didn't think I was going to talk about Invincible? I know, it took me a little while, alright? I saw all the memes, I got tired of seeing the memes, so... <clears throat> I decided to go and see, all right, what is all the hype uh, about over this thing, all right? Mooched off somebody's Amazon account, all right? And uh, I have to say, it, 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 this might get a lot of flack. I'm going to say that it is fine, but it's definitely overrated, okay? And even that moment where the meme is from, like, isn't even funny with it itself. Like, it, it, it happens in a second, and it's just kind of gone, all right? Now, I'm not 
going to spoil this. And let's be honest, in probably about five minutes, I'll decide to screw it and actually go into detail about it anyway. Wait, this is the podcast in my head. What, how would it be in the spirit of the podcast in my head if I don't talk about what's in there? So how about this, guys? How about this? All right. I will give you five seconds to decide whether or not you want me uh, to listen to me go into spoilers about Invincible, okay? There's really not much excuse to watch it. There's only like eight or nine episodes of it. They're like 45 minutes each, okay? It's the really the almost the equivalent of watching a 12-episode anime, and I feel like at this point, anybody who actually wants to watch it is going to watch it, okay? So... All right, five seconds starting now, people. All right, so I'm going to just say first and foremost that I really felt like at the end of watching this that I could have watched the first episode and the last episode and have been just fine. Mark is such a boring character to follow there's really nothing going on in that dude's life that i would say is interesting uh really besides that episode at the college campus with uh rick i believe his name was yeah that was fairly interesting but really like what people want to see just in that first episode they see what they need to see which is you know him killing all those him killing all the heroes and then the last episode of why the thing is, in I believe that it's well written. You know, I really don't believe in saying that a work is poorly written because I'm not any sort of expert. I don't have any sort of degree in that. You know, I don't have a hit series. Okay, uh, you know, Robert Kirkman did it. The dude from Comic Book Men. I think he's uh, uh, really good work in what he's done, and I respect what he does. I just think that that overhanging mystery really overshadows like everything else in it if that makes any sense because again the first and last episodes tell you the most interesting stuff one boom this thing happened i'm killing all the people and then the last episode where you find out why even i mean i tried to get my girlfriend to watch it she watched the first episode and a half and she was like yeah i'm not gonna lie this is kind of boring and she's like, you know, hey, I saw the, you know, the murder scene, but uh, yeah, I don't think I want to watch this. And I really can't say that I disagree uh, with her on that. I mean, and and then also even within those stories, there's it's it's there's so many of them going on. You know, you got the story with that with the fucking robot and the girl. Boom, that's a story. And then you have Adam Eve, and that's a story. And then you have the dude with like duplicate and even though the three of them are a story even with the two of them separate are a story the black dude with his powers i don't even get what the fuck that black dude's powers was i was kind of interested in that and then he you know to see what he could do besides you know be the energizer bunny okay um uh you know it wasn't bad i'm not gonna shit on it you know i actually saw somebody say that somebody on the facebook group in a facebook group was talking about how uh what was it uh, Marvel movies have, like, horrible writing because they all follow this, like, same, um, 
like same layout where it's like you know hero currently doing something and then tragic backstory that got him here and then they like dig themselves out of it they just keep doing it uh, marvel's writing you know is lazy and this and i just asked them so what did you what have you worked on that's just that's weird to me that you're gonna it's one thing to say that something isn't for you like i'll say with invincible it's not really it wasn't really for me but hell even then if they made a season two, I will watch it. So hell, I, I guess I do like it. But again, I would have liked it just with that first and last episode. And just for me, that writing style is just not mine. Uh, but I will give them props for, you know, showing some of the more, I think Mark being boring and being like an average high school kid who, I mean, he knows who his dad is, and he knows he has his powers, but he's still living, like, a normal life. I think that down to, I really appreciate that down-to-earthness, and the fact that they don't hold back on the blood and the gore. Um, I can appreciate that also, because you never really see that in, like, DC stuff. I mean, they've been coming, you know, with some more modern, uh, in some of their more recent works they've been showing more dark and dark stuff like with uh gods and monsters was pretty uh interesting uh justice league dark itself was pretty interesting i think they made a, a another one that follows like that and uh also i'll definitely give them uh respect for actually putting that in it i, I mean you know of course it has to do with the network also if you, if you could put those kind of graphic things tales but like when omni-man was shoving those uh cameras and the things as guts, and they were just zooming in on it. I was like, wow, that's actually pretty neat. I, I will give them props on that. I guess Amazon's a lot less uh, strict with their stuff. But hell, even even like Netflix anime can do stuff like that. So I guess it's just those kid networks like WB and shit that just don't let you do it. Oh, man. That was just, uh, that was a long one. Ugh. Uh, but yeah, like I said, if they made a season two, I would watch it. Uh,. <laughs> I don't even mind all the like DC ripoffs because at this point everybody's just been kind of ripping off of each other really okay I'm pretty sure that DC had Deathstroke before Marvel had Deadpool I could be wrong but I don't think I am okay um ugh. And, you know, something else that I actually went to talk about a couple of weeks ago, but this one I, I actually waited for people to see before I wanted to talk about it. Uh, some people have been asking me if I saw the Demon Slayer movie. And, uh, yeah, I actually saw the Demon Slayer movie twice. Uh, I, found, uh, I went with uh, my girlfriend, and then I went with uh, some friends. And... Um, that movie, I mean, that, that was a good movie. <laughs> and I feel like at this point, you know what? I'll give you guys another five seconds just in case you uh, are still haven't seen it yet. But it has been like two, three weeks, okay? So I'm going to, five seconds right now. You know, I actually am a, a pretty big fan of Demon Slayer. And, I mean, let's just skip to the part where, you know, that we know everybody wants to talk about, okay? How sad it is that Ren Goku dies, okay? I'm just gonna say this now, all right? Set up my table, get my mug, all right? Ren Goku's death was not that sad, changed my mind, all right? You know what? 
you know what? Not even that it wasn't that sad, but that it what it's not the saddest death that we've seen in Demon Slayer. I'm gonna tell you guys straight up. There is nothing in this that whole series is a mountain of sadness, okay? It's all sadness. Every demon has some sad backstory. Tanjiro has one of the most tragic backstories I've ever seen of any main character. Uh, or sorry, uh, of you know any anime that's it's it's like Inuyasha, if you took out all the cringe, it, but like even that you know it, it's oof. I will say I have to give them props for how they did Demon Slayer because if anybody in that anime deserves to just cry like a bitch at pretty much every minute, it's Tanjiro. And that dude, he cried when it happened, and he sheds tears for demons, but you don't just see that dude just crying. Like, Devilman Crybaby, that bitch cried over every goddamn thing. Like, oh my god, I just saw somebody tripping, and they, uh, they, their shoe got untied. It makes me so sad. It's like that damn mountain in Adventure Time that was pissed off because the people kept roughhousing. Uh, it, it. He, but he keeps it together and he does what he's got to do. And that episode when he was going through the, the trial or whatever, and he was meeting the spirits of those dead kids. Yeah, that had me crying like a little bitch. There is nothing in that series that has been even as sad as that happening. And plus, we don't even know Goku like that. I know that we saw him in the series because, you know, this movie is canon to the series. So, like, he's actually dead dead. But... I am very, very certain that we really didn't get any sort of glimpse into his personality. Like, I get what they're doing. I perfectly get what they're doing. But, um, you know, it, it, it just, it was sad. Yeah, it was sad. And really, the fucking part that sucks about it is that that fucking demon got away. That's the only part that actually really pissed me off about it. Because, like, he really did lose to Rengoku. Yeah, Tanjiro screaming, that doesn't mean anything. And to a demon, hey, living is living. So it's not like you're going to just shatter his pride and he's suddenly going to just let himself die or off himself just because he lost to a human. Yeah, that 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 was the angering part. But it just, it it was sad. But them thing with the kids was even worse. It probably wouldn't have been that bad if it didn't show that demon, like, actually kind of killing the kid. Kids, kind of. Uh, Yeah. But I always find uh, the demons in there to be really interesting, like just how differently their 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 powers go. It's okay, guys. We're not going to spend the whole thing talking about this. I'm going to get off this in about four minutes, okay? Probably even shorter. But um, it's always interesting to see those like demons as powers. I will say that pun- putting people to sleep on a train and giving them dreams and shit, that just sounds like a lot of extra work, you know? I, I guess it works because you don't really have to fight demons and it's covert. So I guess it's like a 200 IQ play. But at the same time, I got to admit, it's it just seems like a lot of effort to go through, you know, it, but to each demon their own, I guess. I was really hoping that we were going to see uh, Muzin. I was, I was, you know, I saw the title and it said Mugen Train and my damn autofill, which is pretty much what my brain has. You know, I'll read half a sentence and go, oh yeah, I'm sure it says that. That's why I read so damn fast, and horribly also. But, um, I thought it said Muzin Train, so I was actually really excited to see Muzin, because, um, yeah, I don't like him. And I usually like anime Michael Jacksons. I love Orochimaru. Um, 
I can't even think of any more off the top of my head, but uh, I usually like anime Michael Jackson's, but I do not like that guy. He gets on my nerves. But, um, yeah, uh, it just really wasn't that sad. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just heartless, but I feel like I've really just been, like, anesthetized to it. All right. Woo. Yeah, that was good. That was, like, a minute and a half. See, like I said, even shorter. Uh, <laughs> we here at the podcast in my head like to jump around topics like a whore jumping around dicks. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I mentioned earlier in the, at the beginning of the podcast that I've been an ignorant jackass this week. So I want to tell you guys about that one. I was in the, you know, it, I was in the mines to to reap the gems that shined there, okay? And by that, I just mean uh, I, I do what every other grown man does who goes to a mall. I, I, I spend my time ogling all the half-naked women that I get to see, especially with the summertime coming out. Whoa! Man, I love the warm weather. As the as the temperatures go up, so do the, uh, the, 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 oh, I don't even know what they're called. Cuffs? I don't know. The cuff lines on the shorts? Whatever it is. Whatever it is, okay? Y'all get what I'm saying. And it's kind of interesting. Like, like, you know, you see all kinds of shapes and sizes. And you know me, I like this, uh, I like the bigger sizes. And uh, it's kind of interesting. I remember I was th- these two, I saw these two ladies. And one of these, they were both, uh, uh, you know, wearing college-age girls' clothes. I don't, I don't fucking know. I don't know what they wear. I'm an old man. I've been out of that loop, okay? I'm wearing a damn tank top and like gray uh, cargo shorts. I don't. I, I don't have style. All right. And uh, one of them, you know, whatever, you know, regular girl, skinny chick, wearing whatever she's wearing. And then I get to the other, the other girl, and I notice that uh, this girl is quite large, though her amount of coverage was not. And I can, oh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, calm down before you all, you know, I, I can feel your eyes rolling into the back of your skulls, okay? I'm going to, let me, just, just, just hold on, all right? Let me explain. I tried to have the same talk with my girlfriend and I could see her eye twitching and her lip curling up, all right? She already wanted to hit me just for me saying that, all right? Look, just let me explain. All right. I'm going to say first and foremost that my opinion means absolutely nothing. Okay. That being said, I still have the right to have one. Just like you have the right, all the other ladies out there who are listening to this and woke and woke men. Okay. All right. Just like y'all have the right to call me every type of sexist moron for what it is that I am about to say. All right. I have the right to then say it or else who would y'all, who would y'all yell at if none of us said ignorant shit? Okay. So let me get through this. Alrighty. I'm already admitting that my opinion doesn't matter. All I'm saying. So what I'm going to say is there is, if that girl feels comfortable, felt comfortable. Wow. Is this the second time that I've talked about heavy set women? You know, I don't really talk about heavy set dudes. You know, uh, 
I'll get to that. Fine. I might get to that one later. Maybe I'll do a mini bomb just on the dudes, okay? But just know that that promise has a good chance of being empty. So don't get your hopes up, okay? Feel free to bully me about it later, all right? Um, if, but if that lady, young lady, woman, felt um, fine in what she was wearing... Or, you know, hell, maybe she felt nervous and her friend said, come on, you know, you look good and you look good. Whatever that case may be, I think that is fantastic for her. More power to you. You can wear whatever the hell that you want. You know, as long as you're doing it for you, you know, do it for yourself. Okay, that's all I said. I don't do it because other people tell you to do it. Do it because you want to do it. Do it for yourself. And if you are doing it for yourself, then no one's opinion matters on that. Okay. That being said, I think that there are there are just as there are an almost infinite amount of body shapes and body types out there, there are an almost infinite number of styling choices that you can choose, okay? And it is really an undeniable fact that there are some items that look better on some people rather than other people, okay? It's just a fact. And that's not even just with your weight. That's with your height. It's with your, you know, complexion. It's a lot of things go into it. Like I said, the combinations are endless, okay? So in my opinion, that combination of what, of, of the whole package that was that girl is just, it, 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 it was not a package that I would say was, uh, see, there's no way to even have this conversation. When you talk anything involving any appearance, especially of women, is no way to have that conversation. And it doesn't matter how you say it. It really doesn't matter what you say. It's the subject at hand that just makes it so horrible. But it just wasn't, I'm just telling it like it is. It, it wasn't doing it for me. And that's, and the, the thing is, she was an attractive woman. She was a good looking woman. I was, I, I, I mean, I looked because I liked how she looked, but then I noticed, uh, with just with the, what she was wearing, I'm gonna be real. She was dressed like a truck stop whore. Like, I'm sorry, hooker. I'm sorry. A truck stop hooker. Like literally when you, okay. If you guys remember in family guy, the, that, that one like trademark hooker that's in every scene with them in it, the one with the blonde hair and like the little um oblong, was that what that show was called? With the worm people, the oblongs. You know how they had the like mom or whatever had those just like two weird like, I guess they were supposed to be boobs, but they were just looked like long nipples. Yeah, that's like that that hooker, the like blue one with the purple lipstick, or I'm sorry, with the blonde one with the purple lipstick. You know what I'm talking about? The pink tank top. That's pretty much what this girl was wearing. Okay, my woman is a big woman. And she wears clothes that look very nice on her. I actually regularly compliment her on her style because she knows how to work with what she's got. And that's great for her. Now, I'm not going to presume anything about this girl. I'm not going to say that she was, you know, out there trying to get whatever she could or, you know, anything like that. I don't know. Okay. And, uh, but I'm just, I, I just don't think it was a good combination. And, you know, I also don't believe, you know, if you have that opinion, I don't believe you should ever, 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 ever say that to the person who it is about, okay? Not even, I wouldn't even say it behind their backs like people that they know. You know, you, you could say, well, hey, how do you know that she's not listening to this podcast? How do you know that one of her friends, that that friend she was with isn't listening to the podcast? You know, maybe they are. Maybe they are. And uh, if they are, I, I, I'll tell that girl, look, hey, you keep doing you. Do it for you. Fuck what anybody has to say, okay? 
And then, you know, she happened to hear it on my podcast, and that's unfortunate. But I would never say it to her or her friend. Oh, man. Ooh. Is that enough? Do y'all hate me yet? No, not yet? All right, let's keep going on it. I actually, it was kind of funny. I remember, uh, no, I'm making it sound like it was, uh, you know, something from my young childhood. I actually got into an argument with some people in a Facebook group about it. It was in a group about JoJo, of all things. And it was like a meme, and it was essentially, the stand user could be anybody, which they say a lot. And then it's like who the stand user actually is. And if you watch JoJo, you know that the joke is like the stand user always stands out crazy to us as the viewers. But those people like, you know, the characters in anime. Yeah, they just miss right over for them. Like everyone could have on like be wearing gray and the stand user could be literally walking out in a full get up and they'd be like, man, I wonder who the stand user is. It could be anybody, which in all fairness, it could be. But, like you know, you would think that they would figure out the pattern after long enough some enemies break that fourth wall like that i kind of wish they were one of them but um but it was like uh it was like a woman with like full makeup on she almost looked like black china like with just the amount of makeup on and that was kind of the joke of like the clown makeup or whatever all right so (laughs) there's all these women that are commenting and saying man if only women cared about men's opinions so i commented well, if women didn't care about men's opinions, then they wouldn't flip off the handle when we have something to say about it. <laughs> and of course, I got flamed. Somebody said, you know, that's the this is the uh, dumbest comment I have ever seen. So I just said, is that a challenge? Because I had to really dig deep, but I think I can do better. So then some some guy said, like, you know, you, you have any idea how utterly stupid you sound right now? And I said, uh, yeah, I actually am. I am pretty aware of how dumb I sound. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to say shit like that, you kind of got to be prepared to roll with the punches. You know what I mean? And then I, uh, I said, I think I changed my wording. I said, you know what? Maybe I should reword what I said. And I just said, if you're doing it for you, then why does it matter if some if some stranger on the internet has an opinion about about it? And then they said, nope, this is it. This is the dumbest one. Please, sir. Uh, no, they said, please, people, stop challenging this guy. I'm like, okay, that's that's whatever. I don't care. I stand by it. That's the way I feel. You know, I have this this Batman fishing hat. It's black and like yellow. And I had multiple people tell me that it did not look good on me. I had coworkers tell me that it was an ugly hat. And I said, wow, that's great. Thank you. And I continued to wear the hat because I wanted to wear the hat. I don't know. I just don't like it. It's like we live in this society where we're letting strangers manage our lives. People that we've never even met in person. You really mean to tell me that if some dude, oh, about to get on my, about to uh, get on my high horse today pull out the old soapbox, brush the dust off of it. But I just feel like, you know, when it comes to stuff like that or stuff in like video games, you know, when people get upset, when someone says, kill yourself in a video game, all right, you know, do, should people say that to you? No, they should not say that. But there are assholes out there. There are just mean people out there. People are going to, if you're on the internet, chances are someone at some point or another, especially if you're in any sort of nerd group, has probably told you to kill yourself, okay? And if you let a stranger on the internet tell you to do it, or if you let a hundred strangers on the internet tell you to do that, and you do it, 
I'm sorry that that's on you. Actually, no, I'm not even sorry. See, there I am trying to like pad myself. No, no, no. If I have my opinion, I should stand by it. If it's really my opinion, that's on you. No, I'm not talking about when it translates into real life, because there's definitely instances when the shit translates into real life. You know, you you, you, you get fired from your job because you get uh, people online tell your job, you know, this man you have working for you is a racist or a sexist and we're not going to buy from you. That's the fault of big corporations just bending the people for a dollar like that. But that's a whole separate rant. OK, um, but you 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 got to have some spine like what the like th- this that's what happens when we live in this kind of society where we no longer have to really worry about uh food and shelter is that people start getting all up in arms about dumb shit like that you know this one girl in the group said that would like uh you you know you sound like a moron that would be be like me saying um, a racist's opinion of you doesn't matter. Of course it matters. I said, well, since you're apparently asking, no, the opinion of a racist doesn't matter to me, which is true. If you don't like me because I'm black, I don't care. I've met people who don't like me because I'm black. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. I'm not interested in trying to get you to like black people. Okay. I'm not fucking Daryl Davis. All right. I don't care. What matters is your actions. And this is what I said to the girl. Yeah, the opinions don't matter. It's the actions. You can hate me if you want to, but once you start taking actions against me, then I care. And it is the actions that are bad. And then she said something about like the, well, the, the comments lead to actions. Yeah. If you're a psychopath, but you can't. So, so, so what are you going to blame? You're being a psychopath on other people. Oh, like, is that how that works? How does it work for like Brock Turner? Who do, who does who does he blame that on? Oh, I I only I only you know assaulted that woman because society and and people and comedians or whatever told me to do it. So of course I had to do it. So then wouldn't that mean? Because if you're going to go and cancel people because they're making jokes about that, or if you're going to go and cancel people because they're doing, uh, you know, they're they're talking about it or whatever it is, then so what you're saying is it's not at all the responsibility of the person who does it. That's what you're saying. But yet these are the same people who, when conservatives had a problem with wet ass pussy, were saying, well, you need to be responsible with it because they were saying, well, it's bad for our children. Look at this horrible media. Look at what this, you know, the impression that it gives our children. And those same people, those same people who get upset when a comedian makes, uh, makes, uh, you know, any sort of joke about sexual assault or race or anything, those same people who say that it's your fault that the world is fucked up are the, then the same people who say, well, it's your responsibility to, if you want to let your children listen to wet ass pussy or not. And if you think it's inappropriate for them, then you just keep them away from it. Please, people, tell me. Tell me what I am missing. Oh, you know, uh, I have another one. I have more, more ignorance. You know, something that I've been really wondering over the last uh, couple of weeks myself, I think I remember that like two weeks ago, I told you guys on the podcast about that complete made up situation that I made in that uh, black people's group, whatever you want to call that, about the whole um, uh, not all cops are bad. Look, look, I'm a level with you guys, okay? Since that thing has happened and I've really done some reflecting on it, I'm going to say that I actually do agree with that all cops are bad sentiment. It's really, really, it's what you, what you want to say. 
or I'm sorry, what the, what other people would say who disagree with that statement would say, okay, but you can't say that every cop has done something evil, which is true. But then the counter to that is yes. But if there's, if there's two cops in a room, one cop shoots an innocent civilian and the second cop doesn't do anything about it, then you have two bad cops. I can actually agree with that. And that's the thing. And it's it's weird. It's it's kind of a tough one to explain. It really just comes to a difference of perspective of if you look at it from that lens or if you look through it through the lens of, well, you know, it's a brotherhood. I don't know. I feel like their purpose is to protect and serve. That's what their whole thing is. And I think that that should extend to even if it's your fellow officers doing it, because at the end of the day, your duty is to protect and serve the people. That's what you're signing up for. Unfortunately, just too many psychopaths get in and, you know, we end up in these horrible situations that we are in now. But um, in any event, rambled on there, I can actually get behind that sentiment of, of the all cops are bad. I do get that. But I also at the same time, I don't have that same like burning hatred in my belly for cops that so many people seem to have. Uh, I've really only had one for sure that I could think of, but probably two interactions with police officers. And they were both when, when at least the one that I can clearly remember was me being a shithead. And that cop, considering what I did, I, I, I actually got in a cop's face. It was this Chad looking like tanned guy. I got in this Chad's face as a maybe 15 year old. Uh, and I'm a, I'm a large six. Uh, uh, I was a large kid. Okay. I height wise, I'm six, six. I was always tall. All right, so believe me, I probably looked like I was 18. I was actually able to buy X-rated movies from FYE when I was 15, 15? When did I meet? That was 14. At 14, they didn't ask me for my ID. All right, so, you know, to that cop, I could have been a grown-ass black man. He could have put bullets in my chest, and he didn't. Or he could he could have at least tased me or pepper sprayed me. He didn't do it, okay? I'm not saying that that means that he's a great guy. I'm only speaking from my own experience. And, uh, yeah, so I just don't have that same hatred. I agree with the all cops are bad, but I just like, but I'm not going to pig, you know, yelling pigs at them. And, you know, like the, the Starbucks thing when the kid or, uh, when the person work, the barista put like pig or something as on the cop's drink as he came in, you know, I just don't have that level of hatred. But again, I can agree with the sentiment, but here's my question. Uh, because uh, one thing that. I'm going to tell you guys about myself as we get to learn about each other on this podcast is um, the way that just my brain is, I'm a very broad, broad, you know, brush, broad picture kind of person. I can see the really big picture, but I'm really, really bad at seeing details. <laughs> it's one thing that all my bosses will complain about me. Yeah, he doesn't notice when stuff just needs done. Yeah, like if the restaurant just generally looks fine to me, I would just leave and go home. But then they would say, well, this ketchup bottle is empty. You didn't check that. Oh, the salt shaker isn't full. You didn't check it. You just looked at it and it looked fine. Yeah, that's just how my brain is. So I would love for someone to explain to me. Feel free, like I said, to hit that hit up that Facebook page and let me know. Because I legitimately want to know this. And I am not defending cops in this, okay? We have that sentiment of that all of all cops being bad uh, for like those reasons. And there's other reasons too. Can somebody please explain to me why that sentiment is not also shared with doctors? Because, and and hear me out on this, okay? Hear me out on this, all right? I'm not trying to throw shit at anybody. 
I don't hate doctors. I don't have nothing against doctors. But the medical field, similar to police, because really anything that you could say about cops, I truly feel like you could apply to doctors. They are willingly choosing to be a part of a system that is that has been systematically um, discriminating or suppressing, you know, the importance of whatever you want to call it. Okay. Um, minorities, people of color, uh, a minority is a lot less likely to have access to adequate health care than, you know, their more wealthy, uh, counterparts. Okay. And those doctors are a willing part in that cycle. And you could say, well, yeah, but doctors are in medicine. Their thing is to help people. I personally believe that police in purely its conception of just the idea of what it is, I of you know, of what it ideally is supposed to be, is the same thing. It's supposed to be to help people, but it's been filled by corruption. And there's been plenty of people in the medical field who have taken advantage of their positions to kill people. There was that um that woman, that uh that lesbian woman, I forget what her name is. I believe it was in the 2000s. It, it was relatively recently, but she was doing those quote unquote, you know, angel of mercy killings. Uh, but from what I remember from the episode of MFM was um, that she then started doing it to people that really weren't even dying of just older people. But like you don't look at cases like that or you don't take cases of, let's say, surgeons who leave uh, medical instruments inside of people or doctors who misdiagnose people or who say, oh, yeah, you know, oh, you're fine. Nothing fine. You know, just lose some weight. And then you find that you have some sort of stress fracture and it's made worse because that doctor was too, you know, busy or overwhelmed or whatever it is to do that. And doctors get the the um, defense of, well, they're over, they're overworked and they're overwhelmed. You know, uh, that was the whole argument with, uh, Obamacare. Actually, it was one of the focal arguments that conservatives were against Obamacare was because they said, well, if everyone gets medical coverage, then the standard is going to go down because then they're going to be having all this bigger influx of people that are getting checked and treated. And then, you know, these doctors get burnt out or whatever. And people say, well, that's too bad. That's what we need. Like, we need the doctors. It's kind of the same thing with cops. I feel like cops are overworked. They're overwhelmed. And uh, I know that they're not really paid well for what the, the, for what they're doing. That doesn't excuse the behaviors of, you know, the you know, like the cops with Floyd and such. There's no excuse for those behaviors. But I just don't understand. I truly, truly don't understand why doctors do not get the same level of flack. And I'm going to say this one more time. I'm not saying that that cops should be let off the hook. I just feel like, shouldn't doctors be on that same hook? Like, does that make any sense at all, what I'm saying? I don't know. Wow. Man, that was a long one. Oh. Man, what am I going to call this episode? I have no idea. I talked about doctors and cops and overweight women. Uh, love me some overweight women. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I love them. Oh, I love them. Um, yeah, like I said, she, 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 I mean, she was good looking. She was good looking. It's just, you know, it's kind of like how they say in school that you can't give kids all the same tasks and expect them all to do the same because kids are not the same. It's like getting, you know, a zebra, a giraffe, an iguana, a goldfish, 
and uh you know a black bear and a chimpanzee and telling them all to climb a tree and then going well fish y'all are stupid because you can't, can't climb a tree it's like the same thing you know you can't not everybody can wear the same style of clothes and that's fine you have your you, you will have a style that works well for you i wish her the best of luck like i said if she likes it i hope she continues to do it and makes herself happy but um <laughs> Oh, wow. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Is there anything else that I want to mention? Um, no. No. No, not really. All righty, guys. I think I'm going to get out of this creepy fairgrounds parking lot. It's, it's, it's 1030 at night, and I'm kind of sketched out, all right? E even though I feel like Shrek. I mean, come on. I'm scarier than anything you're going to see in this forest. Yeah, I, I don't feel that way at all. I feel, I feel, <laughs> is this how women feel? Jeez. Now I understand their perspective a little bit better. Ugh. I like to pretend like we're in some, you know, they really, feminists like to, they always talk about all this male privilege and stuff. You know, that they really have this like crazy idea that men are just living this totally carefree life. Like I saw something, it said men will say male privilege doesn't exist and then go walk in a park at night. Sitting here thinking, who the hell is walking in a park at night? I'm in my car, and I'm still nervous. Who the hell's walking around at night, even as a dude? I'm a six foot six black man, and I'm afraid of other black people. Shit, we all feel the fear. I will admit, though, you know, in terms of my own personal safety, I may feel a little bit safer. Maybe I do, but. Ladies, it is not a cakewalk. Believe me when I say the grass is always greener. You're always going to complain about what you don't have and you're going to miss what you do. Because, I, I mean, me as a guy, you can ask a lot of guys, you know, uh, uh, female privilege is being able to uh, go to the park with your kids and not have anyone think that you're some sort of pedo for playing with your child or you're some any sort of creep or anything like that. Or, or you never, you never have somebody walk up to you and say, "Oh, are you giving the missus a day off? Isn't that nice?" Like nobody, nobody does that to a woman. Okay, if you walk up to a kid and you want to go pat their heads and go, "Oh, you are so cute," you know, COVID aside, all right, you know, hey, don't touch my kid. But you know, okay, if you want to just walk up and say, "Oh, aren't you a cutie?" You can do that, and people will say thank you. If I, if I, as a man, go and do that, no. I can't work in the childcare industry as a large black man. And I love children in not any creepy way. I, I just love children. I can't wait to have children. I love them, but I can't do that. How about the fact that you can go to a bar with no money in your pocket and leave drunk and get a ride home, okay? Maybe get the ride home. At the least, you get the drinks. That sounds like dumb shit to women to complain about. But it, there are certain things, not everything, but certain things that sound just as dumb to us. How about divorce laws? How about the fact that you're much more likely to get custody of children than the father is? How about the fact that you have really all rights over the uh, over uh, the life of children? That one I'm not really 100% sure about, but I'm not going to stamp back on my ignorance now. I'm just going to keep pushing through it. It's just... You always envy what the other side has and you never get like you, you don't you got to look at what you got. 
I, as a man, don't have it perfect in this life, but I know that there are people that have it a hell of a lot worse than I do. And I'm just not one of those people that wants to wallow in self-pity. So that's good enough for me to know that, hey, I have a food, I have food in my belly and a roof over my head and clothes on my back and a car that I can afford. All right. So that's going to wrap it up for this one, guys. Uh, uh, I think, yeah, I'm not even going to promise another mini bomb. All I can say is that I will try. Have faith in me, people, please. But uh, I think that's going to just about do it, guys. I will talk to you all next time. And please, despite what any jackass says to you on the street, please do not, I repeat, do not choke anybody. All right, guys, peace out.